Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Dr. Marketing Tips, your prescription to the answers you seek for growing your medical practice. Hey everyone, Corey and Jen here with you for Dr. Marketing Tips. Hey everybody. And today we want to take a few minutes and talk about referral marketing and offer a couple of pretty handy tips, I think, that uh, you or whoever's doing the referral marketing for your practice can take out next time they go. So as you are well aware, building a medical practice is harder than ever. Many specialists face a very crowded market within their particular trade area, and primary care groups are getting direct competition now from retail clinics. Yeah, the fact of the matter is that a phone book listing and a hospital affiliation, they're just not enough anymore to establish that strong and consistent patient base that you're looking for. So physicians today, they have to kind of take an almost an entrepreneurial approach to their marketing and actively seeking out new patients and referral sources. Ultimately, you're looking for those healthy and profitable patients that'll keep coming back. As many of you know, at Dr. Marketing Tips, we are all about helping you market your practice better so that you can attract and retain more patients. And one of the best ways to do that is to increase your referral marketing efforts. So we've got a couple of tips today to help you strengthen your physician referral marketing strategy. All right, tip number one is actually make time to do this. You know, you um, don't just send an office administrator out when they can carve out some time. Maybe they've got a few hours this week or, you know, they didn't get to it this month because that will happen. So what we suggest is having a dedicated amount of time that they or you or your next new hire can go out and um, actually put into consistently visiting these referral offices. All right, next tip is to have a plan and a leave behind. So for the sake of argument, let's call the person um, from your office that's going to go out and do visits, visits your referral coordinator. Now, when your referral coordinator goes out, what is it that they're actually supposed to be promoting or handing out? Now, let's also assume that you've got somebody going out there to do visits on your behalf because the doctor... Um, why the doctor should probably be the one going out and doing the visits, chances are they're busy in clinic. So you've got to go out there and help facilitate the building of those relationships. So that's what your referral coordinator is going to go out there and do. So before you send her or him out on the street, discuss a plan of attack or a service line that you need them to focus on prior to them going out. Make sure you have them practice and do a dry run with you so that you know what they're going to say and you can help them critique the, you can help critique their message and give them some feedback so they're ready for any kind of tough questions that might come up. And make sure you have something for your referral coordinator to leave behind. It could be a brochure, a flyer, some notepads, some food, anything at all, but you don't want to send them into an office empty-handed. Yeah, and building on this idea of having a plan of attack is kind of leads us into the next tip, which is don't focus on too many things when you're there. You know, often if you're going, especially if you're going without your uh, physician, you've only got about two minutes of the office's attention. So don't try to read them the entire book on your practice. Instead, we say kind of focus on one chapter. You want to be concise, confident, and most of all, you want to be brief because anything past that, they're, they're just not going to remember you. 
not only will they not remember you, Corey, chances are you got to be brief because you have maybe 30 seconds to a minute to try to get in the door. So, you know, you don't want your referral coordinator going out there and getting too pushy. Chances are they're not going to get to the back of the office to visit with the doctor. They're going to build a relationship with the front desk person, possibly the practice administrator if it's a small practice or an office manager. Um, remember, small baby steps to build relationships will ultimately end in more referrals. Next tip is to track everything that you do. You know, we see this pitfall so many times, especially with smaller practices. You know, somebody will go out, make a ton of visits in a day or two, and then they'll forget to write down what they saw or who they talked to or the feedback that they got. And then when they finally do sit down at their desk and, and come up with that list, it's probably only about 70% right. So, you know, there's so much room for error. So don't go out and spend all this time and energy visiting other offices and having these conversations and building your referrals if you're not going to track track everything that you're doing while you're doing it. You know, one very easy way to do it is to create a spreadsheet that lists out um, all of the offices that you visited, the date, the time, um, if the doctor was seen, the purpose of your visit, um, any follow-up instructions that you might have, notes, um, what you left behind, any comments, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And as part of the job duty of your referral coordinator, have, um, have her go ahead and fill it out immediately upon exiting the building. There's a couple ways that you can do this. And um, you could have, you know, maybe an iPad or have them fill out a form in the, out of their smartphone or literally have their laptop with them and fill out an Excel spreadsheet. Or you can give them, you know, the, an old-fashioned piece of paper with a form that you've created in your office to kind of list out the who, what, when, and where. Have them fill it out, and then at the end of the day, they turn that back into the practice administrator or whomever, the office manager, so that it can later on be put into a spreadsheet for easy tracking. One thing that, um, as far as tracking goes, um, but one real key tip that we think is important from a referral coordinator standpoint is you know, you want this person to be somewhat empowered when they walk into the office so that if they hear some sort of complaint or feedback that needs to be dealt with immediately, um, this person needs to realize that, you know, it's okay to drop everything you've got to do in order to communicate back at the home office that there's a problem out in the field and whatever that problem is needs to be dealt with. Maybe it's something that the office manager only can deal with. Maybe the practice administrator needs to pick up the phone and call another practice administrator. Maybe um, the referral coordinator needs the wherewithal to be able to get the doctor on the line or at least to leave him a voicemail or send him a text message and say, you know, Dr. Jones, you really need to give Dr. Smith a call. Um, the point of the matter is that the referral co coordinator needs to be empowered enough at the site of the visit to at least give the appeal appearance that something is taking place. All right, good point, Jen. So uh, next tip is to schedule time to revisit these offices. Um, actually, one of our clients was just telling us the other day that it's, actually, it's his biggest pet peeve when a rep or a referral coordinator from another office comes in, they visit once, and then they're never heard from, or he doesn't hear from them you know, 8, 10, 12 months later. And uh, I think it's really important to drive home that physicians are much more likely to make a referral when they know the specialist personally, or they have a connection, or at least a perceived connection with an office. So you want to make sure to foster that relationship to kind of get the most out of it. As Jen mentioned earlier, this is an ongoing process. And it's something you can add to that spreadsheet that she was mentioning, you know, the last date of the visit and, and when to follow up again. 
Next, try to schedule presentations or better yet, try to bring a physician along with you. After all, the physician is the star of the show and having your doc with you will get you in to see the referral office's doc nine out of 10 times. The doc can clear hurdles high and low just by being by your side for a few hours. Lunch presentations also work great when visiting local family practices. Offer to bring lunch and spend 20 minutes explaining your services, getting to know the office and what they need. And again, if at all possible, bring the doctor with you. A couple of minutes so the doctors can spend one-on-one will create referral relationships that will last a lifetime. All right. And last tip, possibly the hardest, is listen. So one of the best things you can do is listen to what your referral your referral partners are saying. And th- this is a, a great excuse to visit them again and, and build that foundation more to see if their concerns have been addressed. So you know, ask them if there's any trouble getting patients in to your office or what you can do better to help them succeed because it's all about helping them. So when you listen to them, maybe... They'll tell you about a snobby front desk person at your office and that you need to have a talk with, or maybe you'll discover that you need to work on your coordinated care program with the office to make it easier for patients to actually uh, take their records back and forth between the referral office and your office, or um, you know maybe you'll just hear that they need more pens. So whatever the case may be, it's important to listen and help them be better to help your practice grow. Really good points, Corey. Um, You know, just to reiterate, it's, yeah, at the beginning, you might send a referral coordinator out there with some donuts just to get out and visit as many offices as possible. But in the end, it's all about kind of hearing what the offices are experiencing when it comes to sending patients your way. And then when there's something negative, actually finding a way to address that negative. And when there's something positive, it's to reinforce that positive by building, um, furthering the relationship and also rewarding those individuals who send you those patients. Because ultimately, those relationships and new patients and returning patients are the most valuable asset that your practice has. So again, it's Jennifer and Corey at Dr. Marketing Tips, and we hope that you found this um, 10 or so minutes helpful and that you will go on and implement a couple of these tips in your referral marketing practices. Thanks so much and have a great day.